Four Introductory Remarks 1. To attain simplicity in preaching is of the utmost importance to every minister who wishes to be useful to souls. Unless you are simple in your sermons, you will never be understood, and unless you are understood, you cannot do good to those who hear you. It was a true saying of Quintilian that, if you do not wish to be understood, you deserve to be neglected. Of course, the first objective of a minister should be to preach the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, as it is in Jesus. But the next thing he ought to aim at is for his sermon to be understood, and it will not be understood by most of his congregation if it is not simple. 2. To attain simplicity in preaching is by no means an easy matter. No greater mistake can be made than to suppose this. To make hard things seem hard, according to Archbishop Usher, is within the reach of all, but to make hard things seem easy and intelligible is a height attained by very few speakers. One of the wisest and best of the Puritans said two hundred years ago that the greater portion of preachers shoot over the heads of the people. This is also true in 1837. Editors note, this is also true in the twenty-first century. I fear a vast proportion of what we preach is not understood by our listeners any more than if it were Greek. When people hear a simple sermon or read a simple tract, they are apt to say, How true! How plain! How easy to understand! and might assume that anyone can write in that style. Allow me to tell my readers and listeners that it is an extremely difficult thing to write simple, clear, straightforward, and forceful English. Look at the sermons of Charles Bradley of Clapham. A sermon of his reads most beautifully. It is so simple and natural that anyone feels at once that the meaning is as clear as the sun at noonday. Every word is the right word and every word is in its right place. Yet the labor those sermons cost Mr. Bradley was very great indeed. Those who have read Goldsmith's Vicar of Wakefield attentively can hardly fail to have noticed the exquisite naturalness, ease, and simplicity of its language. And yet it is known that the pains and trouble and time bestowed upon that work were immense. Let the Vicar of Wakefield be compared with Johnson's Rasselas, which was written in a few days and supposedly under higher pressure. The difference is at once apparent. In fact, to use long words to appear learned and make people go away after a sermon saying, How fine, how clever, how grand, is very easy work. But to write what will strike and stick, to speak or write that which at once pleases, is understood and is assimilated with a listener's mind, and a thing never forgotten, is a very difficult thing, and a very rare accomplishment. 3. Simplicity in preaching is not childish preaching. If we suppose that the people like that sort of sermon, we are greatly mistaken. If our listeners get the impression that we consider them a parcel of ignorant folks for whom any kind of infant's food is good enough, our chance of doing good is lost altogether. People don't like even the appearance of condescending preaching. They feel we are not treating them as equals, but as inferiors. Human nature always dislikes that. 
they will at once put up their backs, stop their ears, and take offence, and then we might as well preach to the winds. And for, finally, coarse or vulgar preaching is not needed. It is quite possible to be simple and yet to speak like a gentleman with the demeanour of a courteous and refined person. It is an utter mistake to imagine that uneducated and illiterate men and women prefer to be spoken to in an illiterate way by an uneducated person. To suppose that a lay evangelist or scripture reader who knows nothing of Latin or Greek and is only familiar with his Bible is more acceptable than an Oxford first-class man or a Cambridge wrangler, if that first-class man knows how to preach, is a complete error. As a rule, people only tolerate vulgarity and coarseness when they can get nothing else. Having made these introductory remarks, let me now proceed to give you five brief hints as to what seems to be the best method of attaining simplicity in preaching.